What's up everyone? Welcome to another episode of the One Deeper Podcast. This week I have a conversation with Dr. Paris Blom. I'm not going to say the middle name or it's way too long. It was way too hard. Complicated. <laughs> I'll just butcher it. Anywho, Paris and I talk about uh, all kinds of stuff from our childhood and growing up and wandering about and, and finding academia and you know this is a good conversation to listen to I think if you're sort of looking at your life and thinking man how am I going to get from place A where I'm right now to place B somewhere down the road I think it's important to realize that you know this is not a linear problem <laughs> this is a highly non-linear multi-dimensional traversal problem where you have to move through all kinds of different situations to get to a place that you feel like you've belong but you got to work for it you got to keep moving forward and just believe that eventually you will get there anyway great conversation please enjoy catch you next time all right so yeah uh, we're live the audio is like uh, it's nice like I, I, I've always liked uh, like audio stuff you know so I've always been like I, like, I started uh, a long time ago I was like I got sucked into the uh, headphones uh, how old are you? 32 really? yeah okay I had no idea man yeah. I was expecting like 21 what? <laughs> do I look like 21 I wouldn't here? be surprised if you said 21 really? How do you think I am? Oh man, this is, <laughs> this started nicely. I don't know. Uh, if I had to guess, like I would say, probably like my age, like thirty-two. Yeah, okay, I'm thirty-six. Okay, see. Okay, that's all bad. Okay, I w- okay, I'm I'm a bit surprised. You just speak. You gotta speak right into the. Into yeah, the yeah. Scene. Okay, I'll, I'll try to do that. I, not yeah, I tend to look away. But yeah. Sorry about that. No, but no. yeah, yeah. You were saying. Something. Oh yeah. So like I I was I was like uh, super into. Um, Headphones. So one of my friends was a mu- one of my friends was a musician. Musician. Yeah. Musician. Yeah. Musician. Yes. When I was in high school, and he wanted to. Uh, I don't know if he. Did, I haven't. I haven't spoken in a while. But he wanted to be a musician, right? And he was. He was like a nerd. And he, and he was an engineer. He was an engineer and a nerd, right? So he was really into like the specifics, like tech, the technical stuff about headphones. Okay. And he got me into this, uh, into like amazing headphones. And like, the thing about headphones is like. Uh, once you go from like a normal the, the headphones that come with your phone to like the good stuff the really good stuff there's just no going back like there's no yeah. there's no feasible avenue for you to return to be like yeah this is fine so do you have to buy three hundred dollar headphones yeah. to be <laughs> satisfied? satisfied yes because I've well we got the eighty euro Logitech at the game lab yeah. which is decent yeah but is that still shit quality oh can I say shit yeah, yeah you can okay. say whatever you want. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's fine. It's, it's just like, um, uh, what's it? Uh, like, it depends on what you're listening to. Because, like, honestly, if you're listening to just, if you're just streaming stuff from your iPhone to mm-hmm. your headphones, yeah, it doesn't matter you're not, too much. You're not gonna see a huge bump from. Like, I mean, there's like a, there's like a point of diminishing returns, right? Yeah. So, like, if you go from like just a normal iPhone headphones to like. Uh, like a s- nice pair of like Sennheiser or uh, Veston or whatever the fuck, whatever the fuck. There's definitely a no- noticeable increase, right? There's also a noticeable increase for the number of drivers you have inside. So like most headphones have a single driver. 
Yeah, I get it. Whatever. But anyway, but like I was thinking I'm but then like you go to like getting amplifiers and getting to like uncompressed audio files which are like hundreds of megabytes sometimes. Yeah. Then you start to hear like a whole different there's like a whole ecosystem of weirdness that happens, right? Okay. And you can have like a good like then they, then you start looking at headphones through like audio separation like how good can you see can you can you like when you how, how good can you visualize where the instruments are being played in space? Yeah, like where the sound is coming yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I so thought it gets that crazy. was Okay. But I now it's just like I've gotten I've, got, I've scaled it way back. I have a couple of headphones that I use and they're not even that expensive. I use a pair of Shure headphones. They're like 100, they're like 120 euros earphones. Okay. They're amazing. I love those. And I have for my daily daily use I use uh, that and a pair of Sony wireless uh, things for the gym. Yeah, I get it. But I, like, I tend to lose my headphones, man. That's yeah, why yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. buy expensive yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, I, mean, I just lose them. Yeah, the but like if you really want like pure listening experience, you're not like doing it outside walking around anyway you want to yeah. have you want to be sitting at home you want to have some kind of amplifier you want to plug in some dota yeah and you put some dota <laughs> and you plug it in there and like anyway i don't know how we got that, how we got on this got on this tangent but like, yeah, yeah but i thought so last well potentially last question i thought where the, the you know the thing where you hear different sounds from different directions coming from different directions is yeah. based on programming the game or the movie or whatever that yeah. is and not necessarily on the headphones themselves but i guess that headphones don't have a single source of sound right they have multiple yeah sources. yeah so like it, it, it like um, i mean so for example let's say like so let's say you have a head, pair of headphones that has one driver right so you can have so you can send i'm sure i'm fucking up like i'm sure someone's going to be listening to this and be like yo that's complete nonsense but um, so let's say you have three drivers let's say and let's let's say that like uh, coarsely that separates to highs mids and lows yeah right so if you have a single driver you're trying to get everything out through one driver a driver is like the is the, is the mechanism that moves like the you know like mm-hmm. the so you have how do speakers work right like they move air they move they vibrate they are yeah, frequencies pulses. Right? <laughs> exactly so if you have three drivers you have three three mechanisms like headphones get crazy you can have like eight nine drivers in there okay which are like ridiculous but like um uh and they're like anywhere from like a thousand to like thousands of euros right yeah and yeah. and uh so if you have like a multi, so if you have a good sep- if you have if you want like if you want a good separation the number of drivers could definitely matter because like some some instruments are on the very on the high range and you have the bass instruments and you want to put them somewhere else like but you can get pretty good like with the uh, special audio with like a, a, with 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 uh, um at the music for example it's pretty nice but yeah Okay. That's a whole that's a whole yeah. rabbit hole that I had. Like I used to spend I spent I must have spent thousands of dollars over the past like 10 years on just like headphones. I've lost them also then I'm like fuck this this is not not Yeah, right. did you ever buy something? I mean regardless of, you know, whether it's headphones or a yeah. computer or whatever yeah. Yeah. or a car. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes you buy something expensive yeah. and then you care about it that much yeah. that when somebody when some biker or something scratches your car you're so sad that you yeah. decide like yeah. i'm never going to buy a like, 30,000 euro car again i uh, i don't know if you ever had that I, i i didn't i i tend to buy secondhand cars and i i don't necessarily buy very yeah. expensive stuff yeah and i don't care if stuff breaks down yeah as long as it's not too expensive but i wonder if you ever had it with headphones i mean you seem to have bought a lot of them and yeah for sure man like uh I bought a pair uh, I mean this is like the thing is like this is still like this seems super on the high end 
for like the average person but for like the for the for the audiophile this is like entry level stuff right mm. so i had a pair of headphones that like i think they were like uh 500 or 600 euros uh dollars euros dollars okay, okay. and um i lost those somehow nice i was <laughs> so i was <laughs> like that was sort of like that's it like i can't keep doing this right if, if, if i'm going to buy something nice it's going to stay at home it's going to be in my room or like in my living room i'm not going to fucking wander around airports and like hotels with this shit in all my yeah. like it's too it's too it's too expensive it's that going to be not, the one finding those yeah, not dude, the one losing them dude like it's like you just but the thing is like some people like won't even know that what it is cuz some some of them look like really plain just like they don't look like they're anything special right no. and and, be, and you would see something on the street you're like ah oh, someone dropped a pair of headphones but yeah it's but like <laughs> exactly but like cuz they're so they're so like ubiquitous now right like if i saw a pair of headphones like a If I was walking down the street and saw like a wired pair of headphones on the street I I don't I'd be like whatever fuck it. Yeah, you're like, But they could be like lost their headphones. Yeah, but it could be like thousands of euros you have no idea. But Yeah, okay. But we cannot worry about the small stuff. Yeah, wait, I'm not <laughs> No, yeah, yeah, you're fine. Anyway. What? No, I was saying like it, it was like recording you but Okay, should I go closer? Yeah, pull this can you pull this a bit further? Okay. Yeah, you can. Nice. All right. Anyway, uh how do we get on this fucking tangent but like uh, headphones and music but uh, you said mics but yeah then getting the mics for the for the podcast has been awesome like it's really nice yeah okay would you do you agree with um what i told you about students telling me that if you're so during covid we used to record all classes right there was no in person uh lessons yeah and the students really appreciated the fact that people some people you know spent a decent amount of money like in the 100 euro range to buy a proper mic and a proper webcam so they can listen to you and look at you in high in in HD <laughs> um do you agree with that i mean you you definitely do but as a student yeah do you care about that would i mean you? i think there's like a probably a feedback effect right like if you put that kind of money into it you're also putting that kind of effort into the, uh, the entire lecture and everything else you're doing as well. I think I think I think I do I think I think that feedback but like purely on the audio, I don't know man. I'm like I'm not the person to ask about this because like I really don't like I do what I have to do, you know? Like it doesn't matter yeah, I get it. <laughs> like it doesn't matter if if if, if you just make a recording it on, on a potato. <laughs> I'd be like yeah, also like, okay fine. It, it doesn't really guarantee that you're a good teacher, right? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, you yeah, your yeah. voice is clear yeah, and yeah, you yeah. I mean it definitely helps for sure. I get for it's probably helps. easier to listen to but then what you're saying is what matters. Yeah, yeah. But I think it is it has this effect of you know somebody put in the effort to make this recording sound good. Yeah, yeah. So let me pay attention to that. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. I feel like there is plenty of people that, you know, have interesting things to say and if the recording's bad nobody's going to listen yeah, to it. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. That that's one thing I like one thing I realized I'm like, man, I'm having these having these conversations I'm like I can't keep doing this on a fucking iPad. Like this needs to sound like this needs to sound like I give a shit about this. So like yeah. that's part of the reason I got the mics, but also it's like in a weird way it was also f- uh, of like a forcing function to force me to keep doing this so cuz like so right now i'm thinking about it in terms of like cost per use right and yeah making your money back yeah exactly so like okay. now so like i have to do enough of these episodes uh, podcasts to like yeah. make this worth it so it's oh, kind of okay. like motivation cuz cuz like it is hard 
Yes. This is why I'm here, right? Like, because yeah, you why, just yeah. have to fill yeah, in yeah. sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, it's like, uh, I say that because like, even if there's something you like to do, even if it's something you enjoy doing, if it's hard, you're, you will just come up with reasons not to do it. Yeah. Like, you know, because this is, this takes, because you coordinate time, right? And then uh, w- once you coordinate this, uh, you record this, and then, like, I also do like, I mean, I didn't do much, because like, I knew you, I knew, I knew you pretty well, right? Mm-hmm. Known you for a while, so like, I, it was fine. But if it's someone like I don't know at all that much, like, I actually spent like an hour and a half, hour, hour and a half or two hours before then, just you like have to get to know each yeah, other. Yeah, trying to like understand who this person yeah. is, and like, if, the, if it's like an academic, I'll like read some of their, I, I, I go to the, go to their profile page, look at the papers they've written, and like see, like not go through every paper, but like read the abstracts and like see yeah. what the kind of stuff they're into, and. And then after that, I have to, I have to like make go back and do the post processing and like you know check everything, make the thing, upload the thing, put it on Spotify, all this stuff. It takes time, right? And like your brain says, like, man, that's too much work. Even if it's fun. Yeah. Right? Also, does it? Do you have any returns from that? I I mean, okay, I have a couple of questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, you should be the one asking no, the no, questions. Well, like let me ask the questions for now. Yeah. Um, do you can you on Spotify see who's listening to this? Spotify I mean, who gives exactly you or how many people gives you like demographic gives you like demographic information like mm-hmm. uh, age where the country they're located in yeah um, how long they listen to stuff like that uh, I try not I honestly I haven't looked at my stats at all like I, like sometimes I don't have a choice because when I go to the page to upload stuff it just tells you how many views you have so I have to see it. yeah I don't have a choice but I don't but like I I try to I try to not not let it be a uh, uh, influence on whether I do this or not. No, but that would lead to my second question: what, do, Can you or when would you start monetizing it? I mean, I no did, if if people are, you know, for the few people that still play Spotify with ads, yeah, and don't have like some family yeah. in the other side of the on the other yeah. side of the world, do you make money out of? Uh, whatever ad plays during your podcast. No, I don't make I don't make I don't make any money off of this right now. So this might I mean I I assume this is a factor too. You you put it in all this effort and you you know you have made this investment to start making podcasts and stuff. But at some point you want to make your money back, I guess. Right? I think it's not a huge investment, but to be honest, I think I make the 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 ROI has is already is already is already is already there. Like for me. What is what is important is not so much. There was no like outcome goal for this. It was just like I just wanted an excuse to sit down with people and like because I what I noticed was this like like the the, the guiding motivation was like I would have these conversations with people and every time like more often than more often than not I would leave and think fuck I should have recorded that that was like that was an yeah, amazing. Yeah, that's what you said during yeah, yeah. The, the talk. Yeah, yeah. So and that was like that's like that's the only motivation. Uh-huh. Like, uh, if people like, enjoy listening to it and they like it, uh, that's great. Do you have a vision? I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure you know yeah. what number file is and what 60 symbols is. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to do the equivalent of cognitive sciences and AI? No, I have no. This is the de- de- destination. Like <laughs> Are the, we not good enough? The, no, like, <laughs> like the process is the destination for me. It's like, it's like I'm not... Because... Those, like, those are a lot, there are a lot of metrics in that like there are a lot of factors there that you can't control right like you can't control um, 
if people don't listen to it if people people like it if people care like because yeah. like, that too because it's a, it's a two way interaction right and for me the main goal was just to like have really interesting conversations uh expand the the reach of knowledge that i have right like and just yes you know just because what i found was that people were really interesting if you just let them talk and like you you feel yeah, so i i think it's interesting to to talk to people as <clears throat> you know humans quote unquote instead of as teachers you yeah, know yeah, the, exactly, the teacher exactly. student interaction yeah, is yeah, not yeah. always yeah. honest yeah yeah and you know what i mean yeah right? i know what you mean yeah for sure like the that's one of the biggest perks of this is like because i think it's just like a it's just like an add on to the kind of like if if it's just like a plug in for my life and mm. like and just like a amplification of the kind of person i am to begin with right it's like um i like having this this kind of interaction for me satisfies my need for social interaction yes you know okay. what i mean yeah like, i get it like i want like 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 this is good like this is good like jujitsu is good like that's good like it, 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 like it satiates me right and um uh, the server like yeah i'm just keep doing this like it's fine and if like and worst case scenario worst case scenario i'll, I'll do this for like 10 years and then i'll have kids and then like i and I then die. you won't oh <laughs> I, i won't or oh i die right and then they have this like no i meant no i didn't mean you won't have kids i meant you won't keep doing keep this podcast <laughs> or like what what yeah, let's say i do have kids right yeah. and i die or something which i will eventually but like they'll have this <laughs> massive record they could for all they for all i know they could just build There's a new something for your kids to listen yeah, to they can make a gpt they, they can make a gpt out of this right and get all my transcripts yeah. get all my blog posts make a G, make a language model and talk to me and have me have me have me in their life nice so like, that's a beautiful thought man yeah. i <laughs> what <laughs> do you want to have kids like yeah i do and like this is something i wish like i wish that my grandfather had done this you know yeah Or like my grandparents to get to know him better yeah exactly because I, i never got to know I them mean, that, i've never thought about that i i feel like i do know my grandpa and my granddad and all of my relatives yeah. pretty well yeah but i don't know their all of their opinions on anything yeah, and yeah, i haven't yeah. experienced them so my dad uh, was he's still alive but he retired he was a professor in physiotherapy and that's back in greece and Well, the main reason is because I I was a lazy ass teenager slash 20-year-old. Yeah, me both. And I've never I never went to watch any of my dad's lectures. Right. I've seen him give lectures and online seminars and that kind of stuff, but I was never in the classroom. I've went to plenty of classes that I that felt pointless, so I could have gone to my dad's yeah. class once at yeah. least. Yeah. Um So yeah, at least there is some videos online of my dad, you know, lecturing something. So if I if I would be curious about what 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 was that like, I can go watch the video. So yeah. I, I kind of agree with what yeah. you're saying. Yeah, it's nice, right? Like I and I I, I never met my mom's dad either. And it, and it, it would have been awesome to like so like what I'm like, I'm I'm really looking, really looking forward to going back. I'm probably going to go back home in July. Mm-hmm. and then record two episodes like with one with my dad and one with my mom yeah because like they're super interesting people but they're yeah, not like that's a good idea but like they're not like um they're like they'll be like the opposite 
of my usual academic and like you know friends and people right because neither of them the, both of them have a high school education yeah. right and but they but, but like they the things like they've done so many things and they've like accomplished so many different things that it's like it's actually ridiculous right like like, like my mom like my, my mom always tells me like you know i did but i i did i did what i could with what i had and like i made it work and i was like yeah you fucking made it work for sure yeah and you you as in the child appreciates that yeah. and is grateful for that i hope yeah um, for sure but you don't necessarily ask and they don't necessarily tell you yeah, 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 exactly. all the hard uh, the, yeah, yeah. you know the hard part of it like for example um i don't know if you were planning to ask your dad the question but it would be nice <laughs> it would be interesting to ask hey dad <laughs> what did you feel like when are you the first child by the yeah, way yeah i'm the only child okay yeah. so how did your dad feel or your mom yeah when you know they found out that you're gonna yeah. be yeah um because i've so for example me i've found out quite late and it doesn't really matter like it didn't give me any feelings or anything but i found out that my parents were thinking about not having a baby well when i was supposed to happen they were contemplating yeah whether to keep the baby or not yeah. i mean that's okay. a, that's yeah, yeah good good for me that they kept it yeah yeah but th- there is some stories that you know your your parents don't necessarily tell yeah, you like, because they're afraid how you might feel sure. but if you're old enough to you know not yeah, yeah, give yeah. a shit anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. it's nice to listen to those yeah, stories yeah for sure and like i'm all, like one thing i want to ask my dad is like what's it like cuz his both his parents are gone now right i'm like how do you feel like cuz i'm afraid oh man yeah cuz like i'm cuz i i'm terrified of that i'm going to i'm going to meet i'm going to run into that it's going to happen to me right and Naturally, i don't know how yeah. and i don't know and i don't know like i want to know what it's like like um like my my mom sends me a text every morning like more or less every morning like good morning like you know, that's yeah cuz like that's all she wants from me all she wants from me is every morning just to say good morning to her yeah just a ping and just like that's it and then she could, I, i don't have to call her i don't have to talk to her every day i i, I called my parents once a week on weekends on the yeah. weekend when i'm <laughs> cooking and like we sometimes we cook together she she teaches me some some recipes uh but and then she leaves to see that she like i don't need any other shit just tell me in the morning just say good morning so i know you're okay like know that you yeah, not, okay. no cuz like i'm all the way over here i'm by myself just to just just to know that like no fate ill fate has befallen me just a ping right and like one day that's not going to be there anymore for me and i'll be like what the fuck that's going to be like? yeah i'm sure you will <laughs> miss that yeah exactly i i don't have i have a very good relationship with my parents like they trust me and they appreciate me and i appreciate them and i well i love them and they love me basically um but we we don't talk that often mostly because no news is good news yeah yeah because everybody is generally yeah, yeah. doing fine yeah yeah exactly exactly um, that's exactly if i had anything to talk about it would be yeah. something that i'm worried about yeah, or yeah, something yeah, that yeah, happened yeah. that's just interesting or funny or bad yeah yeah, yeah. um or i need advice or whatever yeah, yeah. but even so if i I don't know if I would call my dad or he would call me once a month I uh, I will still miss that you know at some point yeah for sure yeah like uh, if you there if you scroll to my mom's text he's just like good morning good morning good morning good morning yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's all there is that's all there is for you, for like since I moved here this I, I don't know how this started but like now it's like three years or something it's just like and when she but well, like she misses you man i think yeah, that's yeah, the main yeah. reason yeah for sure <laughs> like uh, and 
I um I don't know yeah I don't know how it started but it just it just became a thing now and like yeah it's fine like it's not like if I don't message her and she doesn't say anything like it's not like the end of the world but like there's always this sense that okay maybe like some some something something might be up like yeah like in in the sense that like well what else is she doing yeah. instead of sending me yeah. good morning and like i'm like yeah what's up and then, and then like it's the nice way to check in i don't know is there always something up or more like usually it's like like it's been good honestly even then it's pretty be good like like usually it's like no good morning cuz like they've out party <laughs> yeah okay okay <laughs> <It's> like okay <laughs> i'm like he's like i'm sorry i'm like what are you about it's all good i just want to make sure you're okay cuz like and my grandma is like really old she's like nine, almost 100 now and so she's like you know uh my mom's taking care of her so it's always been like okay like is she like <laughs> is she 100 uh, but do you still communicate with like her or she, is she like she like, can't see she can't see like she's basically like she's not she's like mentally all there like cognitively all there yeah. everything's fine but she's like she's not able to take care of herself yeah okay so, so my mom and like we have a person who lives, lives with her who takes care of her okay So my my grandma I got one grandma left which is my Dutch grandma which lives not too far away from here and she's 90 91 something like that yeah. and she's she just goes to the supermarket she's go she goes biking yeah well, dude, dude my grand my grandfather uh, passed uh, in 2019 from covid or 2020 from covid okay uh and before that like he was like he was literally riding his bike to he was still going to work every day uh, he, okay. like doing like he was doing like accounting stuff yeah so still sharp rode his bike i think like 20k a day yeah always to work and back and like just straight savage like didn't like didn't even use glasses we didn't use it, didn't take any medication that's insane yeah it's insane okay. i was like how the hell is this guy i would love to have i would love, love to have talked to him all like this yeah man that was like that's like but you know it's what it is anywho just a fucking random channel, random i don't know okay let's start the podcast <laughs> <laughs> no this is good like uh, so how did you i mean you have a very like i did like a very like i know kind of thing, things you've done but yes How did you manage to con people to let you into doing all this research on video games? <laughs> um where should I start because I I was not the best student yeah. when I was a bachelor student. Yeah. And this is something that I you know, well, informally talk to some students about. Um because I you know, some of them are struggling, some of them worry too much about failing a class, etc. Like like my example to them, which is definitely not a good example. but well i'm teaching at a university which in terms of education is as, as high as you can get right um but as a student i i did computer science as a bachelor's from my 18th to my 24th uh, year it was supposed to be a four year program but at the end of the fourth year and well i'm not sure my dad knows he kind of knows but he doesn't know the exact numbers but he was always asking me hey how's it going and yeah, i was like yeah. yeah it's going fine yeah at the end of the fourth year he was expecting me to come home with a diploma right yeah. but i instead i had i still needed to pass like 35 out of 49 uh courses what 
Oh my Dude, God. You cannot imagine. I, <laughs> and we have like, we have a history in the family. Um, AKA my uncle. Yeah. He, who, who was into polytechnic, uh, topography. I don't know if that's the English word. What the hell is that? I don't know what that means. Well, assuming that th those kind of sciences get translated from Greek, I assume yeah, that topography yeah. is a yeah, thing, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, basically yeah, yeah. the people who make maps and measure things on the oh, ground, yeah, like yeah, distances okay, okay, and okay, stuff. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> he took him, I think, like 12 or 13 years. I think it's called cartography, bro. Not no, not necessarily making maps, oh, okay. maps, but also... You know, planning where buildings oh, are okay, supposed okay, to okay, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't yeah, exactly yeah, know yeah, what yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, you can go in all kinds of yeah. directions, but he took him like twelve years, and for the first ten of those twelve, he wouldn't really go to university. Yeah. And well, that's also partially because of the 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 way Greek university works, which allows you to be a student for as long as you want. First, because you don't directly pay tuition fees. It's free public university. Um, and second, because there is no rules that say, well, after X amount of years, maybe there is rules now. I think they were trying to get a legislation on that. I'm not sure if it holds or not, but you can be a student forever. And you can <laughs> start at your 18th year. You you know, you can work for 20 years and then suddenly on your, on your 40th year, you remember that you're still a student and then go and get a degree. <laughs> I mean, it's not that you simple, that but here, it could yeah. happen. Yeah. Um, and to some extent, I did kind of the same thing my uncle did. Um, my un Well, my uncle did it in the 80s and 90s, which was a bit more free. Because if you would disappear, if he would take my dad's um, motorbike and go to the Greek islands and he would disappear for a month. And it's not like you carry a mobile phone <clears throat> right. in the 80s. Um, unless if, you're a Wall if anybody Street, needed unless, to find you. Like a Wall Street banker with one of those blocks. Yeah, no, they didn't have that. <laughs> you didn't have, just bad. took the motorbike and fucked off and then... This, the legend says I want to do a podcast with him by the way and yeah, ask him yeah. all of that stuff yeah. but the legend says that you know my and my dad and his dad were concerned about the little brother and they would have to call the island well the police station or the port authority or the you know like the most popular uh, restaurant or something right. of the island they assumed he was in <laughs> And ask if they've seen, you know, a guy with blue eyes and brown hair <laughs> and, a, and a white and red motorbike. <laughs> That's insane. So he, I mean, it's not about him, but he, the first 10 years he would do that. He would disappear into the Greek islands in yeah. the summers especially. And for to some extent, not the island and motorbike part, but I also didn't care too much about getting myself a diploma for the first four years. And then, I don't know how I did it, but second and third year, which, um, no, second and third year after, so fifth and sixth year of my, my study, which was not even supposed to be there, and half of the seventh year, I, I passed like 35 courses. In, Jesus Christ. In <laughs> what would be five or six exam periods. So I remember my record is t to this time, unbroken 
Well, that's in it. the family, right? I hope my son breaks That's it. insane, yeah. I, I passed like 10 out of 11 courses that's in a couple of weeks. I had a, I had a course every day for two weeks. Yeah. And one, two courses on one day. And I, I passed 10 out of 11. And eventually I got my bachelor's. And my main motivation was to get the hell out of there and go do something interesting. Because I, I felt like... Greek university, or let's say, I mean, I went to Greek university, but I don't want to bash on Greek university. University in general for me was a bit underwhelming because I feel like I worked really hard the last year of high school. Well, I was generally a very good student in school, and it, you don't see the payoff necessarily when you, at least when you go into Greek university, or that's my opinion, right? It might be different for other people, but... <clears throat> So I didn't have the motivation. At some point, the motivation becomes just getting the hell out of there so you don't have to be there anymore. And that's enough for me. I don't need much motivation to do stuff. I can generally just do it because I have to, um, even though I I didn't for like plenty, <laughs> plenty of years. And then I went to Amsterdam. I did my master's on AI, and the experience is very, very, very different. As in, even the way the university looks is very different. And I'm comparing the, my bachelor's university to the University of Amsterdam. Um, it looks way cooler, way cleaner. Of course. Um, people respect the environment. People respect one another, more or less. There is almost no politics. I don't know if you, I don't know if you have this experience, but at, at least in Greece, university is a lot about... Um, uh, how do you say that? Who knows whom? Like working on your political opinions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to oh, be yeah, political. Sure. You don't have to, but it's everywhere. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, at yeah. some point, yeah, you pick something and you agree with yeah, it. Sri Lanka is a lot like that. Yeah, you and you should. I mean, it's good to be politically active. I feel it's good to have an opinion on things. And, you know, in a country like Greece where stuff, fundamental stuff changes every with every government, you are either with or against it. And you cannot just sit back and just be a student because whoever is in the government kind of um, affects what happens in a university because there is political student, political student parties in university yeah. and they have uh, elections and they yeah. vote and then yeah. they might you know, change the program or yeah. not let some yeah. exams yeah, it's happen. Even, it's even more extreme in Sri Lanka. Like it's, <clears throat> yeah. super, it's crazy. Like, I mean, yeah, you, you like, you don't actually, you don't actually, like people who are like, yo, I just want to, I just want to learn, like if you're like in, I think it's also different, like in Sri Lanka, there's, it's different. Like there's, there are some universities that are known for like hardcore engineering, like a uh, couple of universities and, and hardcore yeah. medicine stuff. They're generally like no one, no one fucks around there. No. Uh, but like other schools, man, like you get you get bullied, you get like all kinds of shit happens if you don't, you know, participate in the yeah, the, I get it. The but prevailing I, ideology. I, I think well, probably what you felt and what I felt at some point is like, can can you guys leave me alone? I yeah, just yeah. want to learn. Yeah, I yeah. just want to learn this science here. Yeah, yeah, and go do something with it. Yeah, and then I when I went to Amsterdam, I felt like this is a place to do that. I can focus on what I like. I can become better at what I like and eventually I'll get a master's and then I'll get a job and you know I'll get my life in order 
Right. Um, so I did that. I <clears throat> I was in Amsterdam for two years. Um, I have to admit, it wasn't the best time of my life. It was. Um, I cannot get used to this, and the, I'm for the, the people the listening yeah, <laughs> at home trying to rain. get to sleep. Yeah, it's it's the weather. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like this this giant cloud that yeah. comes here in October and then yeah. leaves in April. Yeah, like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. pissing me off so hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, so eventually I finished. I finished on time. I um, importantly, I did my master. I had a very nice master thesis supervisor, Sander. Uh, who's now in Utrecht University, who eventually became my PhD supervisor. But I, so I worked on my thesis with him. We published a paper about it. I went back to Greece. I worked as a developer for a few years uh, for Dutch and German and Greek companies and all kinds of different jobs. And when, right when I was kind of looking for some opportunity, something, you know, something interesting, well, it was kind of looking for a job, but I was working at the as a research scientist more more like a research developer at the department of medical informatics back in my hometown i was not really an academic but i was working in academia i was working at a university and i re really liked it and then i got an email from sander who emailed a bunch of his ex students i guess uh people who have masters and would be a good fit saying that he Hey, remember me? Well, I did. I did keep in touch with him yeah, a little yeah. bit, um, and he had some funding for a couple of positions here on a project uh, regarding games and crisis management training. And it was a perfect timing because I was looking for something. I was not very satisfied with how my job was going in Greece, mainly, you know, the monetary. Um, reasons and i applied without thinking too much about it and i generally don't think too much yeah. about things like yeah. because i feel well i'll apply and i'll see what happens and worst case i won't know what to do and then i'll think about what i want to do right so i applied uh, i went through a quick interview i mean he knew me already uh, and then i went through the serious interview with you know the people that don't know me yet and then a few weeks or whatever, maybe less later, they uh, they told me that they want me for the job. And then I had to think about it. Like, right. Do I want to go yeah. back to the Netherlands? Yeah. But it was it was an easy decision, but it wasn't a hard one because I I would be here for you know a specific amount of time. I know this is a four year Where did job. Where this uh, at? Uh, the and that was here in Tilburg. In Tilburg, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so he was here at least f until 2018, then he left Utrecht. So he kind of, well, he was still involved in my project, but he was not my daily supervisor because he left, he went to another university. But Peter was my uh, overall promoter, you know, the, the higher level yeah, supervisor, yeah. and he st stepped down, quote unquote, to become my daily supervisor. So, um, so yeah, that, what I want to end up with in all of this is that I I didn't necessarily think I would become an academic and I didn't necessarily look for PhDs or that kind of job it just fell into my well Gmail inbox yeah and I grabbed the opportunity I think 
of course, there is plenty of uh, parameters that play a major role in this. You know, if you keep in touch with someone, if you publish your master thesis, if you do decent work, if people like you, as I, well, I recently said in a talk for the PhDs of our department, is mostly a social job. Doing a PhD and generally being an academic, I feel, is a social job. You might be an excellent programmer. You might be um, amazing at math, physics, whatever your thing is. But if if you cannot convey messages and if you cannot get people to be interested in you and what you have to say and make people like you, then I don't know how good you can be at this. Right. Um, so I well I do think I'm I'm good at it. So I ended up here. I, I guess it's kind of natural since my dad does the same. My mom sort of does that too. Um, so I feel I have a talent for it. Right. It it's it's relatively little effort on my side. How do you I'm, find academia compared to working with like uh, in a company? I've uh, I find it easier. But I know a lot of people are, well, in the future, listening to this, are going to be well, like, what the fuck are you talking about? I, but it's mostly because it just comes natural to me, I guess. Right. Um, there is a few reasons for that. One is because it, it's it's curiosity-driven. So you you do work on stuff that you are interested in instead of working as a developer for an application that somebody else is interested in. Mostly, right? Un unless you build your own company and then you build apps, but still you got clients that expect yeah. you to do things yeah. that you will mostly disagree with. So you keep working for things you don't believe in. And I think a fundamental um, requirement of being a researcher is that you have to believe in what you're doing, right? Not not necessarily believe that it's going to change the world, but you you have to agree with what you're doing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, I well, I like that. I I like that. I uh, think uh, I mean I think it also kind of depends on the company, right? Like like I think it, it's harder to find. It's harder to like if you found like a smaller, a very small company, or maybe even like a startup. Mm. That you that you really cared about what these guys were doing and you wanted to contribute. That's one way of doing it. But I guess like the the bigger the company gets, the more you're in the situation that you just mentioned, right? Like, yeah. If you go work, if you go work for like I don't know Netflix, it's not like you yeah, you're not going to change yeah, yeah. where the company's heading. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but I've worked so I've worked for a small startup which was just me and another guy. Yeah. And he was the back end developer. I was the front end developer. We will we were developing a social media app. Well, it didn't. It didn't explode. It didn't go big. It didn't succeed. Let's say, it was a very informative experience, a very educating experience. I don't think I would do that again. Yeah. Um. And well, it's one of the jobs that I quit. Like I announced that I don't want to do this anymore. I'm not very interested. In yeah. I don't feel this is going anywhere. Uh, on the other hand, I also worked for. Another st startup that did go big. Um, I, I'm not sure how big they are now. Big, as in numbers and staff members, etc. I don't think they're huge or anything. But um, it was a project that I really liked, and I would have liked to stay there. And when I was there, it was just me and three, four other people. 
but they didn't have the funding yet to keep me there, so I couldn't stay, and I really wanted to stay. And when they did get the funding to call me back, I, I wasn't, I couldn't. So I couldn't be there anymore. So I could have been a completely different person now. Right, right. And I don't know, I, I have those weird thoughts, and we're going to go into some kind of weird tangent again, but I, it's okay. I have those uh, shower thoughts or whatever thoughts, how random it is that you end up somewhere. So the, the fact that we are now having this discussion in my office in Tilburg University is a combination of like a billion things that happened yeah. from when I was 11 to yeah, when I was yeah. 35. Yeah. Um, and I do feel that if, if there is small details and small decisions throughout your entire life and it could have been a completely different person that well i would have been the same person but i would have a different job i don't know different income maybe i could have had kids whatever like you know all kinds of things yeah but like i feel like there is some sort of convergence that happens right like like maybe all these things look random but underneath maybe maybe we're all just trying to aim for like even unconsciously, just aiming towards a certain, like a specific state, yeah, that brings us brings us together. Like for example, I had that experience here in the sense that, like, uh, I talk, I I spoke about this uh, when I did like a, so I did like random like solo episodes where I just talk about just I just talk what's on my mind. Yes, and like um, I was talking about the fact that I was raised almost entirely as a like my entire life, I was raised as an in- international student, right? So like. From my the from the very first like from like from like kindergarten, I was in an international school. Okay. Right. So, like, I I was raised in Sri Lanka, but I but I was but I spoke like all my friends spoke English. My teachers spoke yeah. to me in English. Okay. Everything we did was in English, right? And then like as I got older, and and my parents were able to take put me to better, they basically progressively put me from one international school to another. Yeah. And I was raised as an international person, but like. That essentially means Western, Western. Uh, yeah, I agree. Western, I mean, Western, Western, I was a bit, like a Western person, right? But weirdly, it's like uh, now, in a weird sense, I don't belong anywhere. It's kind of weird, right? Like, because like I'm not Sri Lanka. If I go to Sri Lanka, I don't feel in at all, right? No, like, really. Yeah, to the average Sri Lanka. You don't Sri feel Lanka, like uh, okay, this is home. The average Sri Lankan, like 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 when I'm at home, I feel at home when I'm like with my friends. Yeah. In like their houses or like doing things with them. Um, but like just the general public, I don't feel like them at all. Because first of all, I can't, I, I can speak the language, I can understand the language, but I can't, yeah. read, it, I, I can't read or write it. Um, oh, really? I, I can read or write better Dutch than I can, than I can Sinhalese. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I like, mean, that plays a role. Yeah. And like, um, and the way I think and the way I like things I care about like it's very different like Sri Lanka is a very traditional conformist sort of yeah. like uh, you know like do this do that society okay and I'm not that at all partly because of my personality because like me, me and my, my mom and my mom share that, share that, share that a lot in common yes uh, but then I also like spent five years in America from like 19 to like 23 like how I'm, I can't do the math, but like okay. from 19 to like 20 something, I was yeah, in yeah. America <laughs> and I was like, and I grew up in, and I basically was grew up in like the Midwest with like blue collar people. 
Okay. And like, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like, no, like, like, and, and I went to like a hardcore engineering school. And it was like, yes. and it was like, it was like, I was sort of, I grew up in this, like, yo, there's no bullshit, no nonsense environment. And it's just like, let's just do this, get it done. Yeah, dedication. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. And like, okay. and also like, it's also very like, like, it's also very like, I don't give a fuck. I say what I want. I do what I want. Like that, like that, I was a lot like that from from personality wise cuz and, and we know like personality doesn't change it's it's, it's it's quite stable from like young to old people well it is but all but all the influences yeah. change yeah the environment i was in was not an environment that was fostering of that attitude and behavior yeah. and i went to america i was just like <laughs> like that's like that's that's like at least at least my community where i was there is like yep that's how we live here and i'm okay. like okay nice because everyone everyone had fun yeah, like, yeah, my friends it. had more guns than pets i was like okay yeah you know? okay i i mean yeah i t- i agree with what you're saying to some extent well you, it's not all random yeah but you are sort of building yeah things on top of each other yeah. and eventually you end up somewhere yeah but it, it doesn't necessarily stop yeah like for me it hasn't stopped now i i think i could easily leave academia and go back to working for startups and working for other people or working for my own business or yeah. I could even go back and work at a restaurant again. I mean, yeah. I've done it for plenty of summers, maybe yeah. 10 or 12 summers. I would mostly work in the summers uh, yeah. because w- w- my family goes on holiday at the same place. We have a holiday house and there is a restaurant there. And I used to work there for a long time. and it's a job that i really like doing i mean i i wouldn't pick that over this but i could easily yeah. if i can do this anymore yeah. i would easily go do that again yeah yeah so like yeah so that would be another random decision quote unquote random but it i don't know it it depends well i do have expectations from myself and i do like where i am now and i'm i'm enjoying my job but it's not like i um i'm all in invested on having a future in the western europe or in the or in the european union or whatever because i i cannot control everything yeah, you know, know there might be i might be called to like go fight in a war or something in a year or so it's, yeah i know, I know what you it's mean. not too far from yeah, us yeah like uh, uh <laughs> like i feel the same way it's like for me to like the me being here me being able to study here able to live here it's like this is just like icing on the cake right it's all great yeah yeah if, it's if, nice if if you should it, enjoy it if, as, if, as if as it went away tomorrow i'd be like yeah i'll just do what i have to do like yeah, not, okay. like it's not a this not a big like when i, I cuz i worked for five years after i graduated from my first degree yeah. my first degree went, which was uh the what I, what i did yeah uh, electrical and computer engineering technology okay. i wanted to do that too like and the experience was much like yours i didn't fucking do shit for the most of the time and nice. i just and i just <laughs> and i just barely graduated right okay. it took me an, it took me a year year longer than it should have and like um yeah i smoked too much drank too much like did everything i i joined a fraternity did all this all the shenanigans okay. and then i worked for five years well right? at least you got all of that out of your system right yeah i, I mean, feel like um i i've done well I'm not the I'm not what you would call the party animal or yeah. like the heavy drinker yeah. or d- whatever. Yeah. But I w- I got yeah. it at least I got it out of my system. Like I don't need What do you mean by get it out of the system? What does that mean? Well, 
it means that I've, you know, I've procrastinated enough to feel like I shouldn't do it anymore. Right, right. And I've, um, you know, not gone to exams because last night I preferred to have another drink, which eventually became like 11 drinks or whatever. Dude, I have, like, I've... I've taken like so sometimes like this is the piece of shit like kind of this is the this is the level of the piece of shit this is the 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 the, the, the level of douchebaggery yeah <laughs> that, that I was engaged in okay like my parents worked all worked their ass off from like nothing to send me to America right and you would wake up when they come back from work dude <laughs> like I like th- there have been times when like the exam is at seven thirty. Yeah, and I'm still drinking at six at six in the morning. Yeah, you know, it's like nah, I'll be fine, right? I've I've taken exams and like thrown up outside of the exam room, uh, <laughs> like okay. fucking piece of like, I was, but like uh, it was a weird time. It was a weird place. I was I was pretty depressed. I would say look, looking back now. Okay, but uh, where you were not having fun because I was, I, I was no, having fun. I, I was like I was it was like like honestly that's interesting because like if you ask me if I was having fun, it's not like a it's not an easy answer. It's like, it was more like not feeling pain. Like, it was like, I was just avoiding a bunch of shit that I didn't want to deal with by just not having to do, like not doing It's not it. necessarily pain. It's just responsibility, right? I, I, I've, so I didn't have, a big part I didn't of it, feel like responsibility. Even, th- even though I was there, I was like, I just looked at my life and I thought, this fucking sucks. Yeah, that's, okay. That's how I felt. Like, like even when I was like, when I was having fun, quote unquote fun, like intoxicated, yeah. I just wasn't. I just wasn't thinking about it. So okay. I wasn't taking steps to make my life any better. I was just avoiding having to be do that by partying a lot. Okay, you know what I, I mean. Like I so, when I'm, when, I'm, when I'm not partying, I'm thinking about how shitty my life is, and then I partied, so I'm yeah. not thinking about it. And then I wake up again. I'm like, oh fuck, this is still shit. Okay, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. I mean, to some, I, I okay, understand that, what you're that, saying. That's a broad stroke. Like, I, yeah, I, there are sometimes. Like, there are times. Where I recall, like, there were signs, like, there were signs during my time there that I was like, oh, this is what I should be doing. Like, okay. there were, but, but I just ignored them because I was like, fuck this, right? Yeah. I was in a weird place. And like, because I remember, I remember distinctly, distinctly one time I had a, one of my professors gave us a take home programming exam. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to go into the you woke up in a truck story. Did I tell you about this? Well, uh, you told me like briefly. Oh my God. That's <laughs> a whole different story. Okay. But like, the, 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 I remember like a distinct pro- like time when one of my professors gave us, this is like, I didn't give a shit about anything generally speaking, right? And one of my professors gave us this problem to go solve at home and like program problem. We, we, we had we had a, we had a, uh, uh, FPGA like a, for, a field programmable gateway array it's like a for people listening it's like a kind of like a little computer yeah and you, the, the, you can do a bunch of stuff with. okay and like um, he's like here so all these problems get like figure it out yes and like I remember this day that I just like I like this pl- coffee's place had th- this deal basically like as long as you buy a cup of coffee and you stay in there you can have as many like you, you pay for one cup, you get unlimited free free refills, right? Uh-huh. So I re- I remember I was just like, I went there at like six in the morning and I was just there, like, like for like sixteen hours, just like completely obsessed obsessed and like sucked into this problem. I was just like okay. trying to solve this, right? And then I was like, like, I solved it. It was amazing. 
but i didn't like it didn't occur to me to chain that thing together with something else you know i just but did you that did feel good about yourself yeah right? like i okay. really enjoyed that feeling of like moving towards a solution like for example my senior design project which is like you work with a team to solve actually like a, so a company company actually companies come to a university or like a, a department yeah. they have actual problems that they want to solve sometime down the future in the line in the pipeline and they like get teams of students to do basically do free research for them right mm-hmm. and that should have been a good problem that should have been something that i gave a shit about but i just fucking didn't like no. i didn't i could not give a shit about it. like and then you know like i was like yeah i'll pass it's fine whatever right it's I, do you agree would you agree that uh, timing plays timing a major plays a huge role, role. Man, yeah, yeah. man timing is timing is a huge from factor. from all kinds of things right yeah. from when you start caring about yourself as in I so from what you've said the last few minutes I agree with um I mostly agree with you don't necessarily care about your future aka your future self for a few years and that's okay and that's what I meant by getting it out of your system I th- what I got out of my system is going through this phase where I don't necessarily give a shit about myself or what's going to happen to me or where I am or where I'm going and it's good to have that because when you actually care it matters more instead of so I I didn't have this um worry about what the hell am I doing I was having fun and I kind of enjoyed that and I feel like maybe the fact that my family went through similar experiences like well my uncle definitely but my dad was also um well a rebel quote unquote so he knew what was going on and he wasn't still is an academic so he knows what it feels like to be a student and what it feels like to be 22 i think i also had a lot of guilt at the time because like i yeah, in, the, in I, the back of my head i was like i should be doing better you know like okay i i felt that too but not too much I felt like uh, okay I deserve I deserve to have a student life whatever that means I mean my definition of student life was yeah. okay well, like go to sleep in the AM yeah. and like wake up in the PM yeah and just do fun things yeah. and eventually go to class and maybe yeah. go to an exam and try to pass yeah. something <laughs> yeah 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 no it's like for me for me what really uh, a couple of things changed like there was a time when I was even after graduation i was trying to find the just the right thing like i was like trying to find okay what is the right thing for me what is the thing that makes me happy what is and i was yeah. like and i just didn't find it and i was like okay you know what fuck i can't like this problem doesn't seem like there's a tractable solution to this problem so i'm just gonna, like i'm going to pick something i'm going to find something that is the intersection of something that's hard and yes. interest remotely interesting if i am even remotely interested and like and then i'm just going to go all in like 100% all in doesn't matter what it is and then see what happens but was the the project where you stayed at the coffee place was that the first time you felt that way that you know was, even though somebody forced you to that was you know the, do that, that was, homework that was like that was like there's the most mem- memorable thing that comes to mind that I was like that that like felt like a problem i think it was something where I, like where, where where i where i felt like i would be impressed with myself if i solved this problem yeah maybe you and discovered like, that you have a talent for this yeah yeah and i was like let's Which... go let's just make it happen and then like when i finished it and like people in my class were just like they didn't even know what the fuck was going on i was like yeah. i was like i was like yeah i, was, I did this and this and they're like how the fuck did you figure it out i was like 
I don't know. I just sat there and just like I just fucking went. I yeah. just banged my head against it until you I. You just get it. Yeah, until I figure it. Okay. Figure it out. And like um, they were like, I don't know. I think part of it was like I was I was definitely drinking way too much. I don't drink anymore at all. Uh, and okay. I also like I wasn't. I, I, I don't know what I don't know what it was, man. It was really weird. I had no idea how to describe it properly. But well, do you regret much? Uh, that's an interesting question. I don't know if I I don't know if I regret much actually. I mean, everybody. There are some I, regrets. I feel like everybody has like, this thought my, of my regret. I think I would be like, I I do regret that I was like I, I was at a university that was like I had an opportunity there. Like that, yeah. that like being yeah, there, yeah, studying yeah. there at Purdue is like a big deal. Right? Yes. Like, I there there was an opportunity there that I could have. Um, that I if I had, if for example, if I was the person now, this this is a pointless question because I wouldn't be the person now with all this experience. No, right? exactly. But if I was this, if, if I had put this like the same level of like single-minded focus that I am doing now into that program, uh, I would have I would have gotten obviously. But then again, that's that's any experience. You 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 put yourself into. 100% into anything, you get something out. Like, I, it's yeah, not like true. I spent four years and there's nothing, I, I didn't learn anything, I didn't grow, I didn't like understand, I didn't develop in any way. That's not true at all. Come to think of it, I didn't do much in class, but I read so many fucking books, like, yeah. <laughs> that, that had nothing to do with class. Okay. You know, I read like, I've listened to so many podcasts, I've, I've wrote so many articles, just on my own, yes. like sitting at home, not even like, just for myself, not even like, I I not remember like writing stuff and reading stuff, but not anything to do with class. <laughs> yeah. Know? So maybe I was just in the wrong program. Who knows? Well, maybe. But uh, as soon as you're happy now, or yeah, yeah. you I, know, reasonably uh, the happy. The reason I brought this up, actually, the reason I brought this up and the whole tangent of like my growing up international all this stuff, I brought that up to to say that like when I'm here, when I'm like in a classroom with the the with the with a faculty or yes. or like. Not everybody in in our, in that I met in our bachelor cohort, but the few people that I that I really vibe with, yeah. And the faculty, and when I'm on this floor, for example, I feel like I'm I, I belong here. Like when I'm yeah okay. Like, like when I'm on this like when I'm on this floor, and I'm like wandering around, and I meet someone, I like I feel like I fit in. Like I feel like I belong in a way that I didn't feel like at home or in America. Or like exactly, I I feel the same way. At least in a professional context, yeah. I, I feel that I do belong here, and I do feel that people value what I do, yeah. and yeah. I value what other people do, and yeah. the people I meet, and the interaction with the students. And yeah. as far as I know, like the students like me, and I like yeah. them back, yeah. and it's it's all going fine. Yeah, but the, 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 the distribution of people, obviously, like like I'm realizing now that I also should meet so hard on myself because like I, I I'm 32 now. But I'm because I started the bachelor so I started I came back to this program so late. I yeah. met a lot of 19, 20 year olds, right? Yeah, you and cannot I, expect. And I'm like the same thing you expect from yourself. And, and, and I'm and also maybe think like I shouldn't be so hard on who I was back then. Like no, 19, 20 years. What the fuck do I know? So do you see? Do you, know do you see so? yourself in some of the people you hang out? Oh, with? for sure. No, <laughs> oh, for sure. But like, but interesting. But but like, but like. Um, no, not the people that I hang out with, because the people I ha the the even the nineteen, twenty one, twenty two year old kids that I hang out with now are not yeah. your average nineteen, twenty one, twenty two year old. Okay. Like they are very like because of the standards 
that I have set for myself in the people that I want to spend my time with, yeah. they are very, they are very like, like they are type A sort of like, yo, I want to figure this shit out. I want to yeah. like understand this. Okay. Like they're the kind, like they're the kind of people who would like sit there and st- and stare at a matrix for like 10 hours, like trying to understand what the fuck is happening in here. Yeah, I see. Uh, okay. But I do see people who remind me a lot of, a lot of the kind of person that I was when I was 19, 20 year old. Yes. And, and like, so I'm thinking to myself, oh, that's just 19, 20 year olds. Like, it's not that. Yeah, like, so there was nothing happens. wrong with you. Yeah, yeah nothing wrong with like, <laughs> like, you know, like, it's just what, you're 19, 20 years old, right? It's okay, it happens. No, that was, you know, that was my, always my counter argument to my dad. Well, my, my dad is not like a nasty, yeah. um, always complaining, yeah. always demanding kind of person. But he would every now and then poke me and say, hey, uh, like, are you doing anything when yeah. I was 22? I mean, yeah. it's quite obvious who's yeah. doing stuff and who isn't. Yeah. And yeah. he knew. Yeah. And my my argument was always, man, what do you want? Like, yeah. you you were the same as I am now. Yeah. So what what do you want? What, like what exactly? One, <laughs> one big thing that's changed, like, I that I really appreciate now is this, like... Uh, my parents sort of see see me like as an as an equal now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, they so like this, it's it's no longer them making decisions. It's like, hey, what do you think? Like, do you, you want to do this? Like, like what? Like, no, I mean, they're they're probably like okay. their respect. Like, like yes. I, I have their respect, which is like yes, which is you can't buy that. You you, you can't buy that. No, it's, which is really nice. Like yeah. it solves ninety percent of your problems, yeah, right? Yeah, and it yeah. like it makes your your every day and like your entire life. Yeah, like interesting. I mean, like, because like, they appreciate you, and that's the people you care about most, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I mean, I, I, for sure. Like, I've 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 let them down plenty of times before that, and like, well, uh, okay. Yeah, but you know, as long, but 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 the thing is, my parents all like they were always like on my side, no matter what happened. I've been in like yeah, like I was in, I was in I've been in two car car crashes. Like they're like they were they're so mad, they're so angry, but they're always on your side. Th- mm-hmm. that's something I always appreciate about them. yeah they're probably mad because they're worried I yeah. mean I never yeah. Yeah. how how bad was a car crash pretty like, bad like were you driving the first one uh, for the first one both of them I was driving the first one was my fault I just ran head first into a into a power li- into a like a one of those things on the road like with the where the, one of those communication things where they have all the okay. circuitry and shit were you tired or drunk it was or like do you want to talk <laughs> No, it's fine. Like, like I was, I, I was definitely like, let's, let's say I was not sober for sure. Okay. But worst thing was, I just had I, that night. I had a huge fight with my parents. Yes. And I was less like, I was, felt guilty. I don't know. No, I was no, because like they were just like, because I was, um, I was working at the time. After this is after university, after my first degree, I was working at the time, and I wanted to go out with my friends, to you know go out have a good time and yeah. Um, I had a huge argument like with my mom before I left and I was angry and I was just like driving recklessly and yes. thank God nobody got hurt, right? I just yeah. ran, in my, ran into a wall, broke a bunch of shit, nobody got hurt but, and okay. like, I, remember, I remember like the cops impressing upon me that like, do you know how lucky you are that no one got hurt? Yeah. Like I was, that you didn't hurt anyone because your life would be over, right? Yes. And I would be like, yeah, and then the second one was not not my fault at all. Some guy just t-boned me, right? Right? <laughs> like imagine, right, right like, yeah, okay. But isn't this not everything? So we talked about 
a bunch of random moments yeah. leading to you yeah. leading to where you are now but yeah. this is one of them and this is not necessarily a moment that you have control over yeah so regardless of whether you went to like an international kindergarten or whatever you could have been driving mad or tired yeah. or drunk or whatever yeah. and then yeah. you could have killed someone yeah which is really just a matter of luck like being at the wrong place at the wrong time and then you spend like I don't know, three years in prison and then that's it, man. That's like it, it's, it's not easy to get out of the country anymore. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, easy yeah, to get yeah. a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're completely, I mean, you're still the same personality. Yeah. You're the, still the same, yeah. you know, brain in this head. Yeah looking, yeah, looking back now, I have like a lot more respect for my parents because yeah. um, I'm, because just the way I am, like I, did, I don't like, like I like working on things that I like working on, that I want to work on. Like, I don't want to be, I hate being told, like, this is important. Like, I don't give a fuck what you think is important. Like, yes. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, like, my parents, like, told me, like, I remember they, they, them telling me a story when I was, like, they took me the first day to school where all the other kids were, like, like, crying to, like, keep their parents. I'm, like, the, I was the only person that, like, yo, what are you still doing here? Like, yeah, leave like, me alone. Like, 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 like <laughs> can you, like, go already? Like, this is, like, <laughs> like, what? Like, what I, I don't remember this. I was, like, apparently, like, really small, right? Like, yeah he's like kindergarten or first grade or whatever right and they're like they're like they're, they're trying to talk to me and i'm just like just leave like just go like just okay. let me and i just ran off into the school and then they're like they didn't see me the whole day like, okay well yeah that's that and like one day like we, we were at like a <laughs> cricket match at like this, so like this at the stadium like this big team thing and then like um I, I disappeared. They couldn't find me for like, they were looking everywhere. They couldn't, they couldn't find me. And then they found me with my head stuck between like, <laughs> so so there's like a fence around, there's a, yeah. there's a fence around the <laughs> cricket, cricket field, right? <laughs> and I've had my head stuck between the, the guardrails yeah. where the players walk, <laughs> walk, yeah. walk down, trying to, because I want to talk to them. Okay. And then, and then I was on the new, like the team, like literally the guys on the team were like, they were trying the, to pull it open. the bras open to get my okay. head out of there. Nice. That's like a normal Saturday for me. That's you in a nutshell. Yeah, that's okay. like a normal Saturday, like when I was when I was a little kid, right? Uh huh. And uh, so, so, so like, <laughs> so my parents did a pretty good job of of keeping me out of like out of real trouble. Like I got into trouble, but like nothing, yeah, dude. nothing, nothing, because nothing really bad, and no. it could have been really bad, because like the whole time that was happening, there was a civil war going on. Like yeah. literally, I remember like I'll, I'll be in school, then like something will blow up down the street, and then my mom will be like, "Hey, uh, just stay in school, like don't go anywhere, don't go north." Yeah, exactly. And okay. I was like, and, and I was like, "Yeah, I won't do anything." And, and then and they're like, they'll trust me to like this motherfucker better not go out, try to do some dumb shit. Oh man! But like, I I, I jump out of school. So we are all kinds of in, like, in some sense, we are lucky to be here, and we're yeah, lucky yeah. to still oh, be alive course. and with a clean sheet. <laughs> Dude, un unbelievable! The fact that I have a clean sheet is honestly a fucking miracle. I, well, I think but you, as you said, you meet the nineteen-year-olds now, and yeah. you see things they do that you have done as yeah. well, and you see that well, more or less everybody has done yeah. some stupid shit, right? Yeah. I don't think there is anybody who's been yeah. a saint yeah. all their life and never yeah. did anything that could have yeah. any any bad uh, repercussions. Yeah. yeah, for sure. But okay, so. To answer the original question, like the, my research. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't the, I don't remember what the question was. I don't, I don't know what I asked you. <laughs> yes, okay. If, they, if that's what, if that's what uh, I asked you. Then so please. after drinking and driving and like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Oh, we didn't even talk about the truck at the, the, the time I got kidnapped. 
but anyway, go yeah, on. but I uh, okay, but back to that, I you, you said it was not exactly a kidnapping. <laughs> yeah, I don't know to this day. No. To this day, I'm not sure. To this day, with most likely, I was having a reasonable conversation with this guy, and yeah. I got into the. <laughs> <laughs> but I was blacked out. So, but then I got, then I came and then I came back to consciousness in his truck and I just fucking went off on him. He could have just been nice to you, yeah. you know, taking you, you he home. Was just, he, he, he was just so fucking confused. Yeah. Whatever, man. That's that's a pretty fucked up story. But I that was a that was a good night. That was fun. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, well, nice. research. Uh, like, research. I, I'm honestly like like part of me is thinking like Jesus man if anyone who is like in the administration would listen to any of my any one episode on this podcast they'd be like you need to get this motherfucker out of here as soon <laughs> as soon as possible yeah but, I, I feel that way too I mean there is some things that we shouldn't discuss yeah. of course yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah I mean I, I try to be as open as open, open as possible but like luckily luckily for me I haven't done anything that's Truly egregious. No, man. Of Thank course not. Fucking God. I, no, no. I, like, I think otherwise you wouldn't be this person. Yeah. Right. No I don't think. I mean, I don't think any of the, at least the two of us has done anything like uh, extremely bad. We haven't killed anybody, and we yeah. haven't done yeah. any nasty stuff. Yeah. Um. Just a bunch of shitty mistakes, but the, yeah, but the, we're the, yeah, we're that, both stupid that, that, that to some extent. Eventually, right? sorted itself out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, uh, after all the stupidity and like being young and stupid and naive and not caring, eventually you start caring and then you uh, do try to educate yourself and you do try to work with people you respect and you try to build a network and you try to, you know, you improve yourself in from how you present yourself to how you behave to, you know, picking the people you talk to and the people you communicate with picking your friends, yeah, you know, having better communication with your parents, having improving your yeah. quality of yeah. your relationships and all that kind of stuff. And eventually, I think, I mean, I, I don't want to overgeneralize, but I, I do feel that more or less every one of us, sooner or later, you find what you're good at. And hopefully everybody's good at at least something yeah and hopefully everybody finds that something yeah and then you follow that and you might be good at more than one thing um but yeah so i i feel i'm good at being an academic i like it um i've worked this is my thesis by the way if you want to keep a copy i have a few left oh damn nice um yeah let's look at it does it have to be? They have to be like actual book about this. Like, like when, so if I do a PhD at some point. Yeah. So if you end up doing a PhD, you're at least in this university or let's say in this country, yeah. your your PhD, your dissertation has to be um, based on what you've published during your PhD. Oh shit. Okay. So you publish a bunch of papers, and yeah. most of the time, each one of those papers becomes a chapter in your dissertation. And um, if you've been doing it right it has some sort of consistency. So the topic is more or less the same at a higher or lower level. Uh, mine is more higher than lower level. I, I've been I've been doing a bunch of different things that don't necessarily directly connect to one another, but I've generally researched uh, player behavior in games. Yeah. And I've done that through external channels like uh, analyzing your facial expressions and analyzing your biological signals and the way you uh, use the mouse and keyboard and what you answer 
yeah. in 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 game questions and that kind of stuff. Um, I do. Sorry about that. I I do feel that there is. It's so interesting to analyze player behavior, man. I mean, there there is a a question that I haven't answered yet is whether we, as in everybody who plays games, are. Is there a point where you are not yourself anymore? I mean, there's definitely a point where you're not yourself because you would do things in a game that you wouldn't do in real life, right? Think GDA. Yeah. I've I've killed so many cops in GDA, <laughs> uh, which I would, of course, never do in real life, right? Yeah. I, and yeah. well, and I, I do remember, like, we're going to go back to parents and stuff, but I do remember the story and my mom remembers it. I was playing this game called Road Rush. I don't know if you yeah, know what that is. is. Yeah. There was, it was late 90s, I think. And I had, I always had a connection to the Netherlands because my mom's Dutch and I would come here and I had a very good friend in uh, Osterhout where, where my mom comes from. And he had, he's the first person I knew that had, uh, a, a, you know, a second CD slot in his computer oh, yeah, that yeah. could burn CDs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, he yeah, would burn are, games Those are the days. Yes, oh, dude. He was, he was like in high school and he would make money out of it. Yeah, yeah. Because, I remember this. Because he would burn CDs for other people. That was like the first thing I did when I built a computer. So so there were there was this, I don't know, journal or like just a, a, a newspaper, whatever. And every Sunday they would have a, a bunch of mini games. One of them, or demos of games, one of which was a road rush, which was a very simple game. You were on a bicycle and you were just driving forward. So it was, you know, old school video yeah, game yeah, where yeah, the bicycle, the, yeah. the bike, the bike, proper stays bike. Middle, stays in the screen and the road. It's, it's stable, but then yeah. the road is yeah. traveling towards yeah, the player. Yeah, yeah. And then you sh the, the, the goal of the game was to hit people that were trying to cross the road and then police off police bike would yeah. come near you and you yeah. could kick them off the bike and yeah, yeah. anyway this it was a, let's say this sounds vaguely familiar okay. i can show you afterwards yeah. but yeah. Th this was a game that let's say my mom did not appreciate me playing when i was 11 yeah uh, because it teaches you bad behavior yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> apparently yeah <laughs> um so yeah she asked me to uninstall it and I did and I threw away the CD and my mom was so proud and she to this time she tells me do you remember you were playing this thing where you were killing cops on a bike and you were running over grandmas and you would get a thousand points and stuff and I still joke about that sometimes yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah so you play games you do you do things that you wouldn't do in real life but there is probably a, a, a limit to that and in general Analyzing somebody's behavior and decision making during games and specifically in this dissertation, video games, is, is very interesting. I, um, I didn't necessarily study what you do with respect to who you are, uh, but, well, long story short, everybody's different. We all play differently. In some cases, we do behave the same way and we all have our limits and to some extent we do converge to, you know, the average gamer. Yeah, the question of uh, how much do you... So, what was the question? Like, how much do you become the character you're playing? How much do you embody the person you're playing? How, what is the, what's the... 
like what like because you did you said you it's a question you haven't been able to answer yet like but what no but i would like to answer that uh, i mean how much do you <clears throat> what is like how would you dis- define that uh well there is a lot of aspects to look into um what a project that we're starting now and will start in december and will last a few years like at least four years is um moral decision making in video games and i think part of that is analyzing you know your moral decisions through video games but then to see how correlated they are they are to what you would do outside of a game so a research question could be like to what extent is there a, a transfer is there transferable knowledge from a video game to real life so if we let you play a video game that poses um hard moral dilemmas does that make you think hard enough to apply well does that make you think hard enough to make you apply the principles that you thought about during the video game in real life mm. Be- well and hopefully yes but does gda make make you think hard enough when you're throwing molotovs at, at random cars does it make you think that you should not be doing that yeah, it's just fun it's just it's, and, and it's also like it's you're unable to do this by the by the mechanics of the game right yes like but it's not like the mechanics of real life allow you to walk around throwing molotovs at, car, at cars no no it doesn't work that way like the real life mechanics don't work i mean like you could but the but the but the consequence of doing so is different than in a game right yeah i mean basically there is no consequence in the I, game. i mean there is in game score i mean you yeah, get arrested in the game you get yeah. killed in the game you yeah. respawn you, you can, keep yeah, playing you just there seems to be a way for our brain to be like yeah this is not real let's just leave it there yes but here's an interesting question i i think at least for me that's an interesting question what kind of twisted guy because it's definitely a guy came up with a game where you can throw molotovs at cars from a bridge and what kind of twisted guy came up with a game where you'd ride a bike and you kick police officers and you uh, you run over grandmas crossing the street because it must be somewhere in our brains that oh man i would really like to do that without any consequences and like video games enables that the video games enable that i i, I don't know like maybe no, my 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 reasoning is wrong but that's yeah. interesting like um okay like so we know that like if if, if uh, we like not everybody likes all video games right depending no, no, on no. De- depending on the kind of person you like first of all males tend to prefer different video games to females yes. we know this we know this empirically yes um and you know like your personality and sort of like your other dimensions of personality also influence the kind of games you like for example for me the most compelling the most engaging the most i feel like nothing else matters are games that are hyper competitive okay right that are like yeah that are like high sp- high sp- like high st- like real time competitive uh, games where we know immediately when someone sucks or someone's good yes right yeah like dota is incredible yeah, counter strike you know like yeah, those games okay. the only reason i don't play the only reason i have been spared the 
spared the experience of Counter Strike and Call of Duty and stuff is because I get is because I get motion sick playing FPS. Games. Okay, that's the only reason. Okay, and so other games like Dota Two, those kind of games like Red Red Red, Red Alert, those kind of like, I don't know if you ever played that game. Uh, yes, like, I I like those games too. Yeah, I stopped playing Dota Two because like Dota at all because when I start playing that game, nothing else is as fun for me. Yeah, like, and maybe that game is not fun anymore. I mean, if you if you play to win, and you well, you're kind of addicted to it, I guess. Yeah, like for point. games, like for example, for me, games like GTA had no appeal at all. No, it didn't. Okay, it I, didn't. It didn't. Like I didn't. It's that's kind of, for me. That would be a game that I play between the two Dota games. Yeah, that I exactly. Play, that's right? exactly what it was like. like. I would exactly. play five minutes of GTA yeah, or yeah, like yeah. a quick chess game or something. Exactly. Uh, no because I'm in queue waiting yeah, to yeah. get matched with other. Exactly. So for me, um, I like to play uh, not necessarily hyper competitive, but I like to play against other people. Yeah. I I cannot play something against the computer i feel it's, it's weird. stupid i i figure it out fast and then it's boring it's weird like it's really weird because that's my experience so if you look at the time of if you if you looked at the amount of time i've spent playing video games yeah almost all of it like it's i mean like when i st- when i first started playing video games there was a when i was I, when i was like you know the kid I, like i think the first video game thing that i had was a game boy advance yeah <laughs> and my my uncle bought it for me when he came from canada and like my mom was like i was asking my mom for it and then like he was just like he snuck me off to the mall yeah and he bought it for me and my okay. mom was fucking furious yeah of right? course right yeah and then he like he bought me that and he and the first game he got me was lo- like was like a lord of the rings game on the uh, i was, was right? expecting pokemon yeah but Yellow. like they, they didn't have pokemon there at the time okay and like um pokemon was like my next so it's like dora then pokemon <laughs> right and but but that was before so before i started playing dora though yeah there was a really big distribution there's a wide variety of games that i enjoyed i, I enjoyed yes. fps game or not fps games i, could, I never could never play fps games i, impl- I really? enjoyed like, never like you never played the like Unre- I can't play, unreal tournament i can't play that shit for like more than 15 minutes like i start getting nauseous Ugh, you're missing so, so much but fun. like but like some but games that i could play in third person i was fine yeah so like fps games not if like like shooter games but not in third uh, the first person i was fine so i would just switch the view to like some games that let you do that i was fine I, i'm I, trying to remember what's the, what's where's a uh, solid snake come from what's yeah metal gear. Metal yeah gear. Metal that was gear. good yeah, yeah i love okay. metal yeah, gear yeah, yeah. Metal gear. Yes. so dude i used to play metal gear like those the like so when i first started playing i didn't have a before i'm trying to think like i had experience with consoles before i started playing pc games yeah right and one of my and my friends so like my parents worked their ass off and got me from like a broke-ass shitty school to like a really fancy, the, the fanciest school in, in Sri Lanka. Okay. And all my friends were fucking loaded. Yeah. Right? <laughs> and they had consoles. You had access to Yeah, I had consoles. Yeah. So like, I remember the first PlayStation, like when they first, when they first came out, I was like, yes. fuck, this is amazing. So I, on the PlayStation, there was a, one, I played a wide variety of games and I enjoyed all of them. Yes. Then on, and then somewhere along the, so I, on the computer also, and then eventually I made a computer, I liked all kinds of games, like uh, like car game, racing, racing games. Were also huge fan. I was also a huge fan. 
Need for Speed, like modifying the cars, all this stuff was really Dude, fun. Dude, even Crash Bandicoot. Yeah, that was, was great. For yeah, yeah, yeah. Hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, need, I used to play NBA, 2K, yeah. like, all this stuff. <laughs> uh, fighting. And then... And then you discover the love of your happened. life. And then, and then Dota happened. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Dude, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know where it came from. But like one day, it just feels like I've, one day I was playing all kinds of games. And then next day, all my friends and I, all we did was play Dota. Yeah. Right. And, and uh, it just well, sucked me in. And then I was yes. like playing competitively and I was like doing all this kind but, of stuff. But dude, the game, I mean, the, the, only break, the game is genius. Yeah. The only break in, the, in, this, in, this, in this stint of Dota, the only break was, when, was Elder, Elder Scrolls. So Oblivion and so Skyrim. No World of Warcraft. No World of Warcraft. You never played World of Warcraft. Didn't find the appeal at all. My, my, my friends gave me like a one month free trial. I was like, this is fucking boring as shit. Really? Yeah. Didn't okay. like Elder Scrolls. Didn't like, uh, didn't like uh, Guild Wars. Okay. Any of this. I was like, oh, this is fucking, it just, it just didn't, it didn't give me the same, yeah, same, the thrill, right? same thrill of Dota. <clears throat> not, not, not only that, like, I think what sucked, what got me the most was like the, sh- the the straight up ability to just like show that I was just crush people and be like, I am better than you. Yeah, like, you will suffer you, like, for the next forty minutes, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> like that, that feeling. Holy shit! Like that's. I like that. I like that. Like, um, I remember. I remember. Like, dude, this is the best story. This is the best, one of my favorite stories. Okay. Yes. So I had a friend. I had I had a friend uh, who had this delusion that he was amazing at everything he does uh-huh. okay especially dora until okay. he played against okay. you <laughs> so like so like this guy, this motherfucker was convinced yeah right, that he was like just amazing at dora and i took every opportunity to shit on him one day right one one like i don't know what was happening one day uh him and my other friends were having a land party at, at, at my friend's house they yeah were hanging out playing video games playing dora right and then I had a party to go. I had a, I had a party that night, so I was like, "I'll join you guys, like at night." Okay. So I went out. My we went out. I was drunk. I went out. Had had a good time. Yes. Yeah. I, was, I was I was hammered, and I joined these guys later at like one in the morning, because obviously no that they started playing at like eleven, right? Yes. <laughs> so it's like so they, they so they are, they are playing. I come to the, I come home. Come to my friend's house, wasted, and. They're playing, right? And then, like him, this guy, and his his other friend, they're, they're like they're like they're like good, they're good friends, okay? Okay. And they were like hanging out there, and I was like, I was shit faced. I was like, I bet I don't. I remember distinctly that at this point I had no pants on either. I was in my underwear because I, <laughs> I was just like I was drunk. And I was like, oh, it's too hot in here, so just t-shirt, boxers on, and I was okay. like, I bet, right? I bet I could beat both of you. Two we won. Yeah. In right now. And he's like and he's like, Bro, why are you doing this to yourself? I'm like, come on, man, let's go. I'm like I'm like ten shots of vodka in. Like okay. what do you have what do you have to lose? No restrictions, nothing. Yeah, nothing like right? uh, any hero, yeah. anything. Okay. So like like uh, I was like, Okay, let's go. And I, I, I was like, let's go. And he's like, Oh, he's like he's like full hyped and game starts, right? And I just just wreck these two, these these two in the game, right? Just mm-hmm. like crush them, and that is still one of my favorite memories. 
<laughs> like just yeah. that feeling of like your favorite childhood memory fe- the feeling of like destroying them they're yeah. looking above the screen looking them in the eyes and like i am better than you will ever be <laughs> at this game but it's I, i i don't get the vibe from you that you're um you know you're you want to show off that you're better than everybody I mean, else it's it's just satisfying to feel that you're better yeah, than yeah, someone yeah, yeah, i yeah. i do feel the same way and i'm i'm really not a competitive person yeah. I, i mean you know i n- i don't compete against my friends yeah i never competed um, that game ruined ruined w- so many friendships holy shit oh okay <laughs> i never had that i mean i i'm okay with losing yeah. i just like I like the competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To some extent it's close to what you're saying, but yeah. you're more into winning. Yeah. I'm more into competing. Yeah. I, I don't mind if I lose. I know yeah. that somebody has to lose, but yeah. I Yeah. For that exact reason I cannot play single player stuff. Yeah. And I can and sometimes I feel I I cannot even play team based stuff. Yeah. Uh, my I mean I know you do a lot of sports. My favorite sport of all time and what I've been doing for I don't know 30 years is tennis yeah. and I can I literally hate doubles tennis. Yeah. I cannot play doubles. Yeah, I mean like look at the, look at the, like like I did, I I did powerlifting for 10 years. Yeah. It's a solo sport. Yeah, right? yeah like, yes. And now I'm doing jiu jitsu. It's like one on one. Yes. That's, which which is nice, right? Yeah, you yeah. rely on yourself. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. either better or that's, worse. That's, that's the same feeling I have for uh, uh, the, the same reason I fucking hate group work at in 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 university. I'm like yeah. uh, every every professor I ask like, "Yo, can I do this on my own?" Because that's what's going to end up happening anyway. Just like fucking what's the problem? what's the big okay. deal? Right? But no luck. <laughs> so okay. But um It's weird like I'm not a, like so uh, things have evolved over time. That used to be my drive, right? But, but, like when I was playing with Dota for example, I wanted to win, right? Mm-hmm. And I wanted to not just win, I wanted to show that I was better than everybody else who I was playing with. Yeah. And now it's sort of evolved. I don't know, it's like m- Maybe you realize it's kind of pointless. Yeah, it's also it's like just a video. It's game. also like it's <laughs> also like I'm thinking about how I'm like incorporated into like working on a, working on a team now because like for me now it's weird. For me now, if I have to do stuff on my own, it's not because I want to be better than everybody else. Or I want to show that I'm better than everybody else. It's now it's more like there's a level of performance that I expect. Yeah. And there's a, there's there's a quality of the product that I expect and if the rest of my team are just not going to do it I'll just do it myself. Okay. So now it's weird. It's like it's like there's there's a standard that I expect for myself and for the things that I make and if that is not going to be met by the people I'm working with I have to find different people or I'll just do it myself. Yeah, I get it. That's, so that's most of the time I I mean it happens to me um plenty still that I just prefer to do things myself instead of even waiting a little bit for somebody to do something for me I mean I appreciate all the help and you know the collaborations etc but if I could do just do everything myself so I can um, not necessarily enjoy all the all the profits myself but have all the responsibility I, I have this I do need to have agency over what's going on and I need to be responsible for the outcome of something. Yeah, and I, I don't yeah. like it when somebody else fucks up and then I have to deal with it. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, and it, it's not being selfish. I Well, it sounds selfish, but I don't think that's my angle. It's It's just that I will fuck up plenty of times and I will be responsible for it. And I prefer that instead of somebody yeah. else fucking yeah, up. Yeah, I think, I mean, this is interesting because like I've been, I've been listening to a bunch of, uh, th- there's this podcast called, uh, man, I don't know how long this has been. Hour and a half. Plenty. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's this podcast called um, uh, Founders, right? And this guy basically reads a biography. Yeah. And records the episode about one person. For every, every, I, I fucking love this podcast. And a lot of the stuff is like, a lot of what you're hearing is like, what, what you've been saying is stuff that I hear about these people as well. It's like, if you, like, there's a wide range of commitment. Like the, the the distribution of motivation is not is not it's not uniform, right? So like, let's say you want to produce something excellent, and then everyone in the team is just showing up for for that job. Yes, you're not gonna get the same same stuff out of these people, right? Yes, I, I guess there's a there's 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 something to be said for like there's an art to get that out of people, but for something like a group project in school. You don't have that kind of time to like figure out, hey, what are your hopes and dreams? Let's like no, 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 no. It's like, yo, let's make you just it happen. Just have to get right? it done. Yeah. yeah. So, <coughs> I don't know. but yeah, okay, games. but I mean, if uh, back to video games, yeah. I, I do I still feel that we the g- games. You you probably agree that whatever game it is, and games in general, it is a medium that not necessarily well, not not only helps you well have a good time but it also helps you discover who you really are and you learn things about yourself right so you how is it different from any other like uh, in, in that case it's very similar to any other any other sport or anything else you do right well it's less physical i would say but yeah. uh, other than that i think like mentally that yeah. it's probably the same mindset yeah also well major restrictions is what we started the conversation on on you know, the limitations that you have, which in video games you don't. I mean, you can do anything. There, Okay, there is arguments, and I haven't researched that myself, and, but I, I do believe that there is probably things that you wouldn't consider doing even in a video game. Yeah, I, I, I shouldn't give examples, but, you know, like really bad stuff. Um, so, I don't know. It is a medium to maybe test your limits, See where you think, like, uh, man, this is too much. Okay, even if it's a game, like, I prefer not to do this or not to see this. Yeah, yeah. I um, think I, I think that that shouldn't be too hard to get. Like, uh, I think. No, but we. How is how is video games? How are video games different in that sense from like movies? There, there's this. Oh, there's interaction, obviously, involved. But well, you. I mean, a movie is. A passive medium, right? You just sit and watch. Yeah, yeah. You have no control over. In in the game, you're competing. At at least in the games where you know the games that we like, you have something to prove. There is a scoreboard. There is a ranking. There is like a world championship. You can be someone. I mean, nobody in the audience of a movie thinks like, "Hey, I'm gonna be the best one in this audience." Like, I'm under. I'm gonna understand the (laughs) shit out of this movie. No one cares. Yeah. I mean, nobody cares if you're excellent at Dota either, yeah. but, yeah. you know, you might make money out of yeah. it. Yeah. But, okay, you can 
the same way you relate with a movie and then it makes you think about things differently. I think you can have the same effect with a video game. Maybe not too much in a philosophical sense, but it, it sort of depends on what you're playing. The experience takes over quite a bit though, right? Like, like for example, when I'm playing uh, League of Legends, or not League of Legends, I, I don't play League of Legends. Okay. Uh, let's say like Skyrim. I love that game. Yeah. Uh, if they ever release an Elder Scrolls 6, I will break my video game hiatus just to stop playing that for okay. sure. Uh, but Starfield, have you seen that? looks amazing. No. Dude, so good. Anyway, sorry, uh, Skyrim, right? When you're playing, you're sh- like the modern games, part of the reason I don't play them is because I'm just afraid that, like, I, I don't understand how reality can keep up, how, can, how reality can compete. Yeah, right? I get it. You know it's, what I mean? Like, it's too good. They're so good. And yeah. like, the once you're in this experience, is there a time for you to sit there and think, man, would I should I do this? Would I do? Would I? Is there reflection happening in that moment? Because you're so absorbed in this experience that you can take back and apply anywhere else. Yeah, I would say yes. I mean, if you would ask me to answer yes or no, I yeah. would say yes. Yeah. Uh, because it does. I mean, even biologically or chemically, uh, it's probably producing some substance in your brain that makes you feel good. Yeah, I mean, for sure, like. One of the things I one of the things I, I I think about a lot is that the reason why Dota is so I spoke to Marian about Dota and dopamine Dota and dopamine for like an hour and a half okay. on one of the episodes, and I was like basically explaining to him my behavior when I'm playing this game, and he was like and he was relating it to neurotransmitters and neurochemicals, and I was like, uh-huh. oh, that's pretty nice. So you're a typical case of uh, whatever. Yeah, it's <laughs> like it's like when I'm playing Dota or when I'm about to play Dota, I I, I exhibit all the tendencies of addictive behavior okay like, uh, so for example before i start playing if i if, if, if i've stopped playing for a long time and i'm getting close to start playing i start sweating my heart rate broke my heart rate goes up yeah i feel i feel like i'm about to do something very really bad and like but i don't want i, I don't want to tell anyone about it and okay. then when i start playing uh i like if nothing else matters i don't want to do anything else and the more I play, the less I want to do anything else. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't yes. want to talk to anyone. I don't want to do anything but play Dota. Okay. And he was like, yeah, this is like this is how this works. And this is how dopamine works. And blah, blah, blah. I'm like, nice. And so part of the reason why games are so addictive and so good and like so engaging is because they, they leverage mechanisms built into your brain for dealing with the real world. Mm-hmm. And then they leverage those to make it more engaging in the virtual world, right? Like, there are so many, like, for example, in Dota 2, you grind, like, the grinding is very fast in Dota 2. Like, unlike World of Warcraft, let's say. Like, yes. you want to buy items, you farm, farm, farm. There's so much, that's like, and there's, a, and, and there's a reason why games like this mostly attract males, right? Because there's a lot of, a uh, lot of behaviors that <coughs> tend to, uh, tend to be, uh, like, tend to be, like video games are almost, if you take the by numbers, almost all purchased by all purchased and played by males. It's getting more different now because different genres of games are coming out. But yeah, okay, but it's not a surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and because it leverages a, a lot of like psychological, you know, things that that, that, that males tend to have. Um, and is is like being competitive. Yeah, 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 for sure. Being competitive like and showing like showing that you're better. Yeah, than yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly, absolutely. Like competing, competing for status, competing for resources. Like, uh, th- I went through a whole like I have the whole phase of like video games, 
then evolutionary psychology and like marketing and like I, I have this so a lot of these things sort of all these things come together in video games where it's like they leverage because it's not like the video game is creating a new brain chemical state that's making it so engaging it has to by by design it has to use the resources it has at available to it which is your brain yes and therefore even if a company is not overtly aware of the cognitive mechanisms that they are using to keep you engaged if enough companies are making video games they eventually will converge on yeah mechan- on mechanics what makes it successful on mechanics yeah. that drive engagement right yes yeah okay but yeah there is a uh, i mean there is a big discussion behind that because you know it's i don't feel it's very hard to create an addictive game but is it a good game or yeah. is it just addictive yeah. i mean you might get addicted to something because it's good i do think dota is a good game and i i mean i definitely think world of warcraft is a very good game and it's good addictive because it's really good i mean it's hard like i i guess part of it i guess it's hard to bl- how What was what's the, what's the distinction here? Uh, like Candy Crush is not, so you're saying Candy Crush is addictive but it's not a good game. I mean this <laughs> What is a good game? Like for me, okay, I can tell you what a good game is, right? A good game is not necessarily dependent on the game itself. It's dependent on the experience of a play episode. Like yeah. A good game of Dora is not a game where i just show up and just crush everybody no 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 it might be uh, that's not the good game yeah, a good it might game might be a close loss yeah yeah yeah, yeah like okay. a, a close loss it can also be a great game yes a close win is a great game yes a comeback is the best game right? yeah def- and definitely. like and like when your teammates are like doing exactly the right thing and then you come together and you make some moves like when a game has a mechanic when a game has some mechanic Yeah, to allow you to do the comeback. To allow you everything. to do the comeback and to allow you to attain a experience of proficiency that you can't do alone. Like when you can do something together with another player and then together you create some phenomenon, like a team fight that you couldn't experience on your own. You just couldn't because you needed the other teammate and you needed the teammate to do the exact right thing at the right time. Yeah. When, when, that's, when, the, when those things align, that's a great game. Okay, but not every game that is addicting is like that. No, it's not. And that's right. w- that's where I draw the line between good and addictive game. I yeah. I mean, I cannot I don't like think you don't, I can necessarily like, give like, you like, a, like you don't you don't you don't play an hour of Candy Crush and, and walk away feeling that was a good, you know, that was a good time. No, but it is an addicting game. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. in 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 its own context. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. can play that for hours yeah, and you yeah, play yeah. that for like 2000 levels. Yeah, yeah. Well, to some extent I do think that it is a good game because it I don't know it helps you kill some time and it has the, it's interesting moments but this is completely subjective right for for me it's just an addicting game it's not necessarily good but well I think a good game is something you play also for the experience of the game itself yeah, and and, so not, and not just to like pass time right No exactly so and and also you could a good game you could play once and then be satisfied and not have to play it over and over and over and that's when you go into the you know the addiction yeah. part yeah. you you can uh um how do i give an example i don't know i feel like uh, for example 
Slay the Spire is a game that I recently appreciated. I I did like I did enjoy playing it. It's not like I I played it for hours and I played over and over and over to test all the different um possibility and what can I do in this game, but I did find it a, a well-balanced, a well-designed game. The, I mean, that's what, like, that's the thing. Dota hits so many of these boxes. It's unbelievable. Like, even League of Legends hits so many. Because, like, not only... So, it combines so many different mechanics. Like, for example, it combines a status component. Yeah. Not only does it do that, it has a mechanic by which you can move up the status by increasing your competency in that game yes right and billions of like literally billions of years of evolution there's billions of years down to playing dota (laughs) there's billions of years of evolution behind this mechanic like oh man people are gonna like lobsters okay have a similar uh neuro neurological behavior like for example to humans yeah so and it's that old for example if you have two lobsters and they fight uh-huh. Right, and then one of the lobsters loses. Yeah, he he gets all sad and like dejected and goes away. Yes, you can give him antidepressants, uh-huh. and they react the same way as humans do. They, they come back up, they go back and fight again. Okay, right. So if you think about think about Dora. Not only does it give you a so lobsters have a status hierarchy that they can go up and down on. Okay, the Dora gives you a status hierarchy. Not only a local one, which is just, just your friends. But also a global one with other people you'd have never met, never met before, and it gives you a, and and it and it and it and it has a mechanic which is not just random, right? There's a clear pathway for be getting better at this game. You and how do you get better? You play more. Yes. And your brain is just like status hierarchy, clear path to move up in the hierarchy. And now, yeah, now you play it. It's like, yo, fucking play yeah. the game. I'll just play and try to be better. Play every the game, single get better. Game. Play the game, but, get better. And I don't think they designed that game necessarily with all that. No in one mind, designed right? this game. That's, so one of the thing about Dora is like nobody like this has been. I mean, dis- designed, but it has evolved over many over like 10, 20 years now. Yeah. First started out as a map on some some guy had an idea yeah, for it. It was map. a Warcraft three map. Yeah, I yeah. remember playing yeah, that yeah. version. Yeah, yeah. Which was. But even then, the first time, I mean, it was really hard to understand, yeah, you know. Yeah, you, yeah. Would, you would just buy the recipe for yeah, something and yeah, think yeah. you have the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I, it, it, was a, it was quite complicated over, for over what many, we used many, to play ma- back then. Over many, many years, it has gradually incorporated many, 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 many mechanics. Like yes. League of Legends jumped, I don't know, 10 years of evolution and just like took a bunch of stuff from the do- do- es- especially in the competitive part yeah, yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like uh, I don't remember too many games having you know the ranking ladder and like yeah, the clear yeah. goals and the, yeah. the, the division into leagues yeah. and all that stuff yeah and uh, for example like the stability of having five players on a team like yeah uh, what is the, why is the, why is that number and the, yeah. and the, and and the, the role, three lanes right. and like uh, it's very interesting uh, these these mechanics like because you have a huge I mean you can analyze it like a, as a, as a complex system, right? And you have a huge hmm. collection of very small, very stupid behaviors, right? Like for example, the AIs, the AIs in Dora are so stupid that like they aren't even AIs in the game. It's just like it's just like 
is enemy like is non-neutral unit in vicinity attack yeah if not return yes. like super simple the gold mechanics super simple the respawn mechanics super simple the tower mechanics all these mechanics are really really simple but like together they are rich enough to generate game after game after game of yeah. after of variation and uh, and each of one of them is unique i yeah, mean exactly. you've, you've played i don't know exactly. like 10000 games exactly exactly they're all probably yeah, different yeah yeah, yeah yeah and like and the, and the, i mean in that sense that they're no different than basketball right think about the, how simple the rules of basketball is yes but the level of engagement that it generates is not proportional to the simplicity of the game it's weird no right? no no it's 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 uh, Uh, what's the expression over the roof or out of the roof uh, through the roof uh, through the roof yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a simple game and it's yeah. beautiful it's the yeah. same with football i mean european yeah. football or yeah. or tennis even yeah. i mean yeah. you're just hitting a ball with yeah. a racket yeah um but but then you know but you it's can, the beauty of it like something about the rules uh, provides enough richness that there appears to be no ceiling at how good you, you can get at this No, and that's the same with sports. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not the sport necessarily that's yeah. beautiful, but yeah. it allows you to perform beautifully and Exactly. and you know, be the one that like, everybody looks at. Exactly. And, and, and like you can like no one s- says like Michael Jordan is the best that anyone will ever be at basketball. They say he's the greatest, he he is one of the greatest. Yeah, but like okay. There's something about the game that lets you somehow somehow push it just a little bit, little bit more, little, little yeah. bit more, right? Well, yeah, team sports at least, yeah. Like even individual sports to a sec- to extinct, but like for example, r- running marathons, right? There's this two minute, like this what uh, two hour her- barrier or something, which is like some physically impossible thing to break to like for a human being to run that fast in this little time. Or some okay. some absurdness, but anyway, team games have this uh, weird. Uh, richness to them yeah and um, i mean it's it's not for everybody yeah i mean you and me we enjoy team yeah. games we enjoy the competition and we probably also enjoy sports yeah you know physical sports yeah, yeah. competitive sports yeah but there is something for everyone yeah e- even if you don't enjoy the competition and if you are more the explorative type yeah Um, oh, for sure. The problem solver, the, the whatever. Yeah, in, th- in that sense, I'm, it's always been, it's been a puzzle. It's, it's been a puzzle to me wh- how much I enjoy games like uh, Skyrim and even Dragon Age. There's yeah. no clear. I'm just playing myself. They're like in in game enemies, but like uh, I, I'm still amazed that like I think those were like I enjoyed them for the experience because I also like I like storytelling. I like good storytelling. I like exploring new environments in books and in video games so yeah games like that have have been appealing to me so if you would uh, research human behavior would you do that through games then i mean do you think it's a do you agree that it's a good medium or do you feel like I don't you're, know how much you're a different gener- version of yourself when you play mm. i think man that's, that's a tough question I have no idea. Okay, let's like, leave it for episode two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, dude. It's been like yeah, it's almost <laughs> almost two hours. Uh, yeah, the time just flew by. Let's uh, do this again. But, okay. Uh, let's leave it here. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Of course.
This has been a One Deeper Podcast. Thanks for joining, and I hope you learned something. Catch you again next time.